What's up, world? I'm back again. Headed home from work. My mind, my mind is, you know, I'm in my place right now. So I, I figured I'd hit y'all with the part five. So uh, take a look into my life, part five. Hatcherville two. You know, we're gonna keep the Hatcherville. We're gonna do a couple parts of Hatcherville because we stayed in Hatcherville for man, maybe like five, six years. So, uh, you know, new family on the block. New family in the neighborhood. The newest house built in the neighborhood. Wasn't a real big house. Three bedroom, real big kitchen, a garage. Um, But you know, like I said, um, I think I mentioned it before in part three. My mom ended up... Uh, this is 2002. My mom ended up giving birth to my youngest sister, Jayla. Well, about y'all remember, I told y'all, Alexis, my oldest sister, she was a good baby. Great, man. She was so good. She never cried, nothing like that. Now, Jayla, <laughs> man, every day I came home from school, she would hurt, screaming her head off. I don't know what it was with that little girl, man. I remember when, uh, I remember when my mom water broke, man, it was like, they was panicking, not really panicking, but man, everybody's like, get in the car, get the diaper, get the diaper bag, get in the car, you know, so <laughs> my dad, step how he called my grandma, I kid you not, my grandma, okay, they lived in the wall jack, that's about 30 minutes, we was like, 10, 15 minutes from the hospital we live from in Niles, Lakeland. Man, my grandma pulled up to the damn hospital before we even did. Like, <laughs> but you know, Jayla was brought into the world and, um, you know, man, honestly, looking back on stuff, I really feel like Jayla, the reason why she screamed, she was screamed a lot because, like, my stepfather and my mom used to fight a lot. They used to fight a lot, man. Not really, not much physically, but like just arguing mentally and emotionally. They really argued a lot. I remember one time being a, um, they got, they was into it real bad, but they shut the door. Me and my sister in the room, they just shut the door and, uh, I, man, just loud, loud cussing and, so, uh, man, I just mean being a little, I opened the door and my mom and my step pop had, you know how you cradle a baby, you pick him up with both arms? He had my mom in the air like that, but he wasn't, what it was, they was arguing this shit so much. I don't know if it caused her to have contractions, but she had contract. she was started having contractions and man, her stomach, I guess, you know, Jayla was in there kicking and stuff. But you know, man, I just felt like that was the reason Jayla was always an emotional baby. And you know, man, She's doing really good in life. And to this day, she's a little you know, emotional, but that's my sister and I love her. But uh, we'll get to that later. So, you know, my mom, the whole time, my mom used to smoke mad weed. But uh, the whole time she was, you know what? She never, she smoked mad cigarettes too. Newport 100s. Man, a lot. But she stopped smoking cigarettes when she was pregnant and all that. But, uh, like I said, my you know new family on the block, everything. Um, I established friends. Um, you know what's crazy? Uh, 
I started, I just, I, I was I was gaining my own personality and stuff, you know, I, that's when I started getting into music, listening to music, uh, man, my mom and my step-pop, they always listen to music, man, rap, hard, like gangster rap, like hardcore rap, man, you know, and it just, I guess it just went with the lifestyle, but it's just weird, man, because my people was, they was really, they was good people, they just did certain means to to provide for us never violence none of that sold of you know just so man they had a lot of music that cds that's when cds was real popular man i'm talking about and i used to steal the cds and listen to them and stuff you know from like you know like nwa too short bone thugs and harmony hella tupac biggie uh snoop dogg um spice one um, Dr. Dre, Eminem. I remember, man. I remember, uh, my man. And it's crazy because my grandma would always buy me CDs for Christmas, but the edited version. But man, I remember, um, when 50 Cent came out with the Get Rich or Die Tried album. I had that album edited, I had a magazine, all that. Like, man, I was big, man. I really would, like, man, I would hook, I had a Walkman. But I had a little boom box and I would hook my headphones up to it at night because we had to lay down at like 8 or 9 o'clock. But we didn't have to go to sleep. We just had to lay in the bed and I would put my head, plug my headphones into the my boom box and listen to the music. And uh, I really had no business listening to that type of man, type of music. But that's the, that's the type of music we listen to, man. It just was a norm to me. Um, you know. y'all Hatcherville 2 my daughter called me um she wanted me to come over so I had it cut the it cut the pie it cut it off but I had I, I gotta put that out because but because I'm in go mode right now my thoughts I'm in go mode right now so Hatcherville 2 there's still two but um like I said so you know man I'm gaining my own personality man I'm, I'm getting into music you know and I'm listening to music um was always in the car listening to music uh man you know third grade was the first time i played in like an organized sport and it was basketball that was the first sport i ever played um and i told y'all man i'm pretty sure i told y'all in the last in the last uh in the hatcherville one that uh mike briggs you know rest in peace you know he was he, he we got real close and we played basketball together and that was my first year you know I wasn't really good but um it was the start of something you know what I'm saying and uh my dad my step pop was the coach and uh it just planted that seed you know what I'm saying um so I started that was my first time playing a sport basketball that was the first sport I ever played wasn't really good but like I said it was the start of something um so you know that I got my feet I got my I start I played basketball that first year third grade um you know if you listen if you paid attention in part 1 you remember when I told you that uh remember I told you that um I was seeing a my mom didn't know who really know who my real bi biological father was um, 
but the dude, you know, but the dude that signed the birth certificate, I, you know, I had been going over there every weekend, you know, through a court order. Um, got close to uh, his family, just just his mom and dad. Uh, man, I got real close with his mom and dad. They was like my grandparents, and um, they was Jehovah Witnesses. But man, they loved me to death. You know, they thought I was their real grandson, but it didn't matter. Even, in, I mean, later on when they found out, they, it still didn't change the love. But, you know, every time I would stay with them, you know, they would send me home with books and stuff like that. Jehovah Witness books and, you know, just trying to teach, give me the word and stuff like that. But um, anyways, you know, I'm going over there for, a, I don't know how long, man, maybe, maybe a I don't know. I really couldn't. I can't really remember. But I was for a, a long, a long period of time. I was seeing this man every weekend, thinking this was my real dad. And uh, I came home one day. Off, I came. I got off the bus one day. And uh, Mike Briggs was with me. Mikey was with me. And um, I walked in the house, and my mom was crying. And, uh, you know, man, right before this, we had uh, got up. It was weird because not too long before this, my mom, we got a blood test with that with the guy. And uh, that didn't end up being my dad. The, the, the results came back negative. You know, at this time, I don't know what's going on. You know, I'm a little boy. I don't know what the hell's going on. But, you know, I thought that was my real dad. But uh, I don't know. I don't, I'm not, you know, later on in life, I, I, I've i asked my mom a few times and uh, I don't really want to speak upon that right now, but, you know, so something, I don't know what made her go get the blood test and shit. Like, I guess one day she just woke up and decided to get it. But, you know, like I said, the, 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 the test came back negative. So this whole time I had been seeing a dude, a, a person that wasn't even my real dad. Um cut to the chase man sometime after that man my mom took me somewhere one night and uh i didn't know where we was going we actually went over to somewhere man it was a trailer party we was trailer but my uncle dean was there like my mom's cousin older cousin but i call him my uncle and uh so i'm like oh we going to see my uncle dean well it's this other dude this is like in benton heights if y'all not familiar with benton heights that's like in Harbor, Coloma area, but uh, so we we go up there, and it's a dude, some black dude. He had like them Dookie braids, you know. He had, he had like them Dookie braids in his head, like he had just, you know got out of the joint. But uh, man, he was teaching me how to fight and stuff, you know, play fighting. But he teach me how to fight, like this, how you do this, this how you do that. Come to find out, man, that was my real dad, and um. Like I said, I came home from school that one day and my mom was crying. And I was like, man, why my mom crying? She was like, your dad's dead. So at this time, and I thought she was talking about my step pop. And I was like, oh, and she was like, no, you're real dad. And I'm like, what? Um, I didn't have no emotions. I'm like, man, what are you talking about? Because I never, I just met, I didn't even know that was my dad that one time I met was over there. So I didn't know what was going on, man. But, uh. I guess, uh, I know if you, you know, you see a lot of the police brutality or whatever that's been, that's going on, you know, police 
killing black men. But man, my father, I guess he was, I don't really know what happened. All I know is that the police killed my dad. It was a big lawsuit and everything against the Ben Harbor Police Department. This was 2003. Um, so, I mean, I didn't really have no emotions at the time. I'm going to be completely honest with you because I never had really met my real dad like that. And um, I remember like it was yesterday, my mom, she bought me a little suit with the shoes, dress shoes, a belt, and suspenders. And uh, she was like, if you don't want to go to the funeral, just let me know. And I, and I, man, I'm a little boy. You talk about third grade. I'm in third grade. It's 2003. And I was like, I'll let you know. I was like, okay. That night I told her, I said, I don't want to go. And I don't know what made me say that. I just didn't want to go. Um, so, and, and mind you, when I was seeing that dude, the guy that w turned out not to be my dad, I had changed my, la my mom changed my last name to his last name. So I was carrying somebody's last name for, uh, man, I don't, maybe like for first grade, first, second, third, maybe like three, four years. I'm not sure, but I had a, his last name for, for quite some time. And that ain't, wasn't even my, my real dad, man. So, um. My real pops passed away, and uh, before she could get the blood test, you know, before she, you know, my mom was working on the blood test or whatever when he was alive, but he passed. We had just, he passed, and we still didn't have it, but she was just able to get it, the blood test, and um, you know, they had to go through the court and everything, and um, it came back 99.9%. The dude I was seeing, his last name was Collins. My real dad name, last name was Partee. So for, and I know for for y'all, I know it's people listening this, listening to this that I came up with, grew up with, and y'all remember when my last name was Collins. Well, that's there you go. But um, you know, going through that, at that time, I really didn't have a lot of emotions, man. I'm a little boy. I've been had my step pop since I was two. The dude I was seeing every weekend, I mean, that was, I really don't, I got a few memories about that, but I, we ain't really going to touch upon that, but for the most part, man, my step pop was holding it down, so I really just didn't have no emotions, man, at that time, I was a young boy, um, so yeah, that happened, so then, you know, that's, a, that's around third grade, so we, we roll into fourth grade, fourth grade, is when it spark is when it sparked. What's up, world? Back to back to back. Feed them. Take a look into my life. Part six. Hatcherville three. So, uh, like I said, you know, now I'm starting, now I'm going into the fourth grade. Fourth grade, man, fourth grade was key. Um, I forgot to mention in, um, the last part, uh, part five, that, uh, you know, um, I don't know if I, man, I thought I mentioned in one, in one of the part, in one of my earlier ones, but, uh. You know, in first grade, man, one of my te my teachers, she tried to, she told my mom she should put me on Adderall. 
so uh she my, my mom took the advice and uh i was t i was prescribed the adderall for a while for a long man for years all the way up into high school and, and i'm gonna talk I'm gonna, I'm gonna touch on that later because i got some stories about it later but uh you know, I was prescribed to it, but I hated taking that stuff, man. I really hated it. It just felt me, you know, kid, I just like, them are stu them stupid pills, <laughs> you know? And I remember we had, we sat down with the doctor. He tried to explain this to me, da, da, da. Man, I used to take that shit and throw it in the trash, man. I was taking it for a while, but my mom, she noticed that, like, I would come home from school and cry and shit like i was depressed like that shit made me depressed so my mom actually took me off of it but i was still getting scripts i still got scripts all the way up to high school but my mom no she she was flipping that shit she was selling it because i because she knew i wasn't taking a shit and uh later on i ended up i ended up you know i know we're gonna hit on that later later on later on high school but uh anyway so fourth grade man I told y'all that third grade I played basketball. Well, fourth grade was my first year playing football. You know, we still live in a Hatcherville. Everything, everything is good. You know, my mom, my, my dad is still working at the bank. My stepdad, um, my mom doing, hustling her ass off. You know, my mom didn't work for 11 years the whole time she was with my pops. We're going to get to that later on. But, you know, my mom would hustle her ass off, sold a lot of weed, a lot of weed. I mean, a lot of always had a lot of traffic coming in and out the house, but it, it was always familiar faces. You know, people shoot. It was people that bring their kids over for a little bit. My mom, they probably smoke, chill, sell, her, sell them a little something, and they'll leave. Because they ain't never, you know, rarely did you see people just come in and out, just two minute three nah my mom was because after being coming from after being locked up she wasn't trying to go back so my mom was on her shit um people would come over and she'd be like you know kick it for a little bit and then they'll leave but anyway so everything you know just and that was a norm to me like i said so uh, anytime i mention the the, the 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 drugs and stuff it's just that's a norm but uh anyway so i started playing football man <laughs> And um, I tell you what, man. I, I the, my my first year playing football was was something, man. Cause you know I met some friends, some individuals, some some guys, man, that ended up being some long time, some lifetime friends of mine. Really good friends, man. Uh, one of them, Dallas Munger. His dad was actually the coach. Ty, real really good dude, man. But uh, man. Dallas Munger, man. Uh, Darius Beck, really good friend of mine. Uh, Logan Harpenau, really good friend of mine. Good dude, man. All good dudes. And, uh, you know, I had knew them, except for Darius. I had knew Dallas and Logan, you know, just being at school and stuff. But, but, but when we started playing football together, man, that's what really established the, the friendship. You know what I'm saying? And we, 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 we spend time together outside of football, you know, like, little, you know, just establish a friendship, man. And like I said, they became lifetime friends. Uh, so playing football, man. And um, you know, man, one thing about football, my first year playing, I was good, you know. And um, you know, man, I want to tell you something. I want to, for everybody listening, I want to tell you something. 
you got to install confidence in your kids. You got to. In football, that shit allowed me to feel confident about myself, man. Because people was telling me I was good. You know, I felt good. I'm scoring touchdowns. Man, it just, man, it just gave me so much confidence as a kid, you know. And I was all, you know, and, um, man, it just, it just did, it just really did something for me, man. Uh, you know, and uh, I went on to play football for a long time. We will hit on that, but, uh. So, you know, everything, you know, everything, I'm playing football and stuff. Uh, I play, you know, football season was before basketball. So, fourth grade, I played basketball again my second year, and I was getting out, and I was a little better. I was better. Um, dad was the coach, and uh, as I mentioned, Logan, Logan Harpenau, his dad was the coach as well. And, uh, man, his dad and my dad, stepdad, man, they became pretty, pretty good friends, man. Real cool, man. Good people, man. Really good people. Um, I also met another good friend of mine, man, Austin Parks, man. Now, this dude, man, I had always heard of his name, um, you know, Austin Parks, Austin Parks, and, uh, shit, man, his, his name spoke for himself, man. I mean, he was a really good basketball player, man learned a lot from him, man, and so I met him, and, uh, just, just, so, you know, I'm meeting, fr I'm, I'm, and you know, one thing, and another thing is, you know, these, these they, they were Caucasian, they were white, and, uh, I never really, I mean, I had, you know, I, I had, it, it's, me saying that, you know, I'm white, my, my mom's white, my dad's black, but I, but just, you know, until that time, I never really had, friends that was around around like that so, and they were white they were white and um it just man it was just it wasn't I didn't at the time you know I'm a I'm a young boy I didn't think nothing of it but man that, that just was a great thing for me man just being them dudes man just being in my life being placed in my life man it just it just brought some different energy to me and it stick with me for a lifetime um so you know I'm playing sports man and um like I said, I mentioned the music, getting real into music, you know. Always listen to music, uh <laughs> the girls. Um I like I told you before, I was already like sexually inclined. Like I knew kinda I knew what sex was. I was already masturbating and doing that and uh But see what has sparked but 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 it, 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 like I told you, it was a family, the Websters. It was like you had Big Joe, that was the dad, you know, black, and then his, their mom was white. But uh, anyway, you know, it was a girl, and I'm gonna say her name because I asked her, she gave me permission, man. Tasha Webster, <laughs> man. So I'm in like third, fourth, all the, you know, the whole time we stayed in Hatchville. I'm a, I'm a young buck. I'm man, I'm in elementary school, and she in high school, man. I tell you, man, this girl right here was the most beautiful girl I had ever seen in my life, man, I just had a crush on her, biggest crush ever, we used to get off the bus, and she'll, man, just, and she'll be walking, and I'm just like, man, just, just, man, and that's kind of like planted, that planted the seed, just my thoughts on thinking about girls, you know, and I think, used to think about some nasty stuff, it's just, just, man, that just planted the seed, man, as far as, like, girls and stuff, but, uh, like I said, man, you know, I'm gaining my personality. I'm soaking up stuff. And uh it's crazy and, and, and it's crazy, man. Um uh, 
you know, her brother, her older brother, Lil Joe, man, really good dude, man, great dude. Um, he, he was, you know, like my mom, he was doing his thing too. <laughs> he was getting some money, <laughs> for real. And uh, they actually moved, he moved next door, him and his girl. Uh, they had a son, little son, but they, he was like, shoot, Alexi's age. Alexis is age, my older sister, but man, he, man, I looked up to that dude, man, man, I, I, man, that dude was like a god to me, man, he used to, man, that, man, he used to have so many cars, and you know, I used to have, them, I told you I was playing video games real heavy at this time, I'm a little boy, I'm, I used to have that Midnight Club dub edition, but man, this dude had the, had the fucking cars, and I'm so, this this split no uncut raw this this motherfucker had the cars in real life he had a buick i don't know what year it was old school with the big rims and uh this when this when uh the tvs and the headrest and shit was start coming out you know that that stuff probably was came out back in the day but to me it was brand new and he had it in real life and you know man he used to do certain little, little stuff like man Lil B, come over, man. You could hook your PlayStation up to the, uh, you could hook it up in my car, man. You could play the game in there, man, right on the TV. You could do, you, I, you know, do it. Man, he used to, used to, uh, you know, I used to go skating and stuff, roller skating, and, uh, he'd give me $20. He'd go 20 bones, Lil because him and my mom, people, you know, they used to be, do business and, and stuff. So they was, they was really cool, man. He just, man, that dude was like a god to me, man. I just looked up to him, just, just, you know, idolize them, just the, the cars, man, the money, man, I mean, man, everything, all that, man, and, and like I said, I'm not trying to glorify that lifestyle, but that's just, this just, I'm a product of my environment, that's the stuff I was seeing, but, uh, you know, man, I was, I was, uh, my dad, my, my step-pop, man, he, it's just weird, man, because they said my step-pop used to hustle too, but he was a professional, he was pro, he was more professional, man, the way he carried himself, man, sophisticated, man, could speak to anybody, hold a conversation with anyone, you know, he worked at the bank, you know, but he, he, he just, man, he just, that was a different, my step-pop, different type of dude, man, just cut different, and, uh, you know, so, fourth grade passed, fifth grade passed, and, um, you know, the whole, like I said, the whole drugs and shit, man, that shit was a norm, man, I'm seeing so much weed around them times, man, it wasn't nothing to walk in the house and see some pounds of weed, um, but, you know, the time that we lived there, man, a, a few things happened, like, I remember a little shit happening, like, I remember one time it was winter time, and, um, there was a family that lived across the street and I guess it was like a big, it was a bad snowstorm and uh, I guess one of the kids that lived there, the police gave them a ride home well uh, the police man they, they it was a Cass County police car I'll never forget, they tried to, they pulled in our driveway to back out they got stuck they stuck in the driveway, Cass County police my step pop seen that shit he looked out the window man he grabbed all i remember is him going to back my mom's room because no my mom got two felonies one more she going to prison for a long time man i remember him coming out the room with so many fucking bags 
a weed and uh man he ran out the back door it was nothing but woods in the back in the back man he grabbed that shit grabbed everything ran out the back door and um i'm just right in front of my eyes and uh you know the police ended up leaving or whatever so nothing happened uh man i used to you know the time being there man i seen a lot of, i seen some shit man i remember one time my step pop man I'm not exaggerating nothing, man. This motherfucker came back home one night. And uh, I knew what it was because at this time, like I said, I'm listening to music. I'm seeing, I knew what guns was and I knew what kind of guns they was, man. He used to have a revolver. Uh, he had a, a 45, the, uh, man, the old kind. Fuck, I forgot. I, I forgot what that kind was. But this, the one night he walked in with a Uzi, and I'll never forget, a Uzi, walked in just in it, with in his hand, and it had a blinking light on it, red light, I was, man, when I tell you my eyes lit up like a light bulb, even my little sister, you know, my little sister was at the age, <laughs> she was like, dad, where'd you get that at, man, I was like, whoa, man, I'm like, man, what are you doing, I mean, not at the time, but when thinking back, I'm like, man, what was this dude doing with a Uzi, 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 I ain't sprayed. I'm talking about the ones that get them. But, um, man, it was, you know, I witnessed, uh, I witnessed some stuff, man. I remember, you know, and around that time, later on in the Hatcherville, living there, uh, you know, I always seen my mom and them, they used to smoke, my mom used to smoke blunts. And, uh, she, so she had cigars, she always had cigars laying around. And, uh, so you know I'm at the age man my I, I'm, I'm my friends is older than me a little older you know I started stealing them and smoking them or whatever I always hated weed though. I never tried to smoke weed at this age you know I'm I'm in like fifth grade around that time but I used you know messing around smoking the cigars and stuff um so you know always you know a little stuff but it it, it uh I never forget it. And this something, something crazy happened. Um, well, before I get, I say that. Uh, yeah, my pops, my stepdad, my stepfather. He he uh he was working at the bank. Like I said, he met a guy, a guy that was coming in there re regularly or whatever. He had an account there, but he met a guy by the name of Evan No. For you, for those that don't know, Evan No, that who know, Evan No, man, he used to be the owner of Torco Racing Fuels, that was based out of Decatur, Michigan. NHRA, that's drag racing, a drag racing company. And uh, man, I I don't know really what happened, but he gave he gave my my father, my step pop, a job because you know by this time by this time my my step pop's got his degree and stuff, got his degree. Well uh. He got a job. He, he he offered him a job. Evan, no white guy. Um. And uh, like I said, he gave him a job, so he stopped working at the bank, and he he became a financial advisor for the for the company for Torco Racing Fields. So at this time, we still living in Hatcherville and stuff, and it, this the last some of the last days we living there. But uh, so he started being out of town every weekend. Man, I'll never forget. And this was like the end of it one weekend one weekend you know he was out of town 
And um, so every all the, all every week, all the time, whenever he was out of town, we would sleep in my mom's room. In my room, I had a bunk bed, and my little sisters they had a room, their own room. Well, we would all sleep in the same room when my step pop went out of town. But uh, one night, man, I'll never forget. I told you we had two dogs. Well, we had got another dog, a Rottweiler named Zoe, a girl, and she was a puppy. She was in a cage. Well, anyway, we was all sleeping in the room, and um, I never forget. All I can remember, man, I, I remember names. You know, we went to sleep, whatever. But all I can remember is my some. The all I know is I woke up. The dog was barking. Row, row, row. My mom was. My mom uh, was up against the door, and she was like, you motherfucker, I'm going to kill you, you motherfucker. I got a gun right here. I'm coming for you. And uh, it was somebody on the other end. Man, I could see the knob turning on the door. Like somebody was on the other side turning the knob. My mom started putting shit stuff up against the door to like barricade the door she just pushing all kinds of stuff the bed the dresser just i don't know how, to this day i don't know how she was doing it but she put so much stuff up but just putting shit up against the door we sat it, it, it's like i don't know what time it is maybe midnight one in the morning we stayed up until the sunlight until we could see the sunlight come up and um my mom, we took all the, I mean, my mom took, I helped her. We took all the stuff up against the door, off of, against the door. And um, we went out there and nothing really was missing. But like the whole back door was just, I don't understand how nobody heard anything, but it was like busted. Like somebody broke in and was in our house and when we were asleep. And luckily nothing happened. And uh, at that point, you know, my mom was told, was like, telling my stepfather, like, we got to move out of here. Because it was a lot of shit happening. It was some, it was a dope house behind our house. We had, you know, crackhead like fiends, in the middle of the night knocking on our door, asking for money. Well, making up lies. I mean, a, I remember one night a lady was knocking on the door and she was like, please, "Can I please have some, uh, have some money? My daughter's in the car. I don't have any pampers at that." But man, she. I, I remember I was, you know, I'm little. I remember and. I walked up to the door because I'm nosy and she was sweating and just, man, she was just looking crazy. And um, that's around that. I'm, I, we, I probably wasn't about, I was this fifth grade. After that, things changed drastically.